step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yay Networks. Welcome to another A Sandwich and Some Lovin' Podcast. I am Kelly Raspberry Evans. Beside me is my engineer, <laughs> podcast partner, and husband, Alan Evans. Well, hello, Kelly. Happy President's Day. This is... Wait, I thought this was my husband. No, I, no, I kicked that asshole out before. Excuse me. I, I'm... Start with language. Well, I'm a former president. This is Bill Clinton. Oh, that's who. I'm sorry I didn't recognize you, Mr. President. Why did you not recognize me? It sounds no, just like I haven't Brooklyn. seen you in a while. Well, I haven't seen you, and you're looking mighty fine tonight, Kelly. Thank you. I'm feeling mighty fine. Even after your, you you went to the butt hut this morning. The butt hut, excuse me? You went to the butt hut this morning, mm. got rotor rooted out, and you still look mighty fine. Well, thank you, Mr. President. I yeah. appreciate that. Okay, well, I'm going to leave now. I guess I'll talk about um, what you've opened the door to, my back door, you open the door to my back door, <laughs> right? You got to change your voice. Why? I, I did what? Well, you opened the subject up. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me tell you how I spent my pre- oh, welcome, honey. Do you want to say hello as Alan hey, Evans now? Trey right. in the house. So today we're recording this podcast on President's Day, which is a day off for so many people. And it was a day off for me from the Kid Craddock Morning Show. Nationally syndicated. And because of that, um, I had a colonoscopy this morning. So we were at the colon cabin. Yeah, so what happened was, the first colonoscopy I had about three years ago, um, I had it on a Saturday. And I thought, well, why don't I just call and reschedule another Saturday appointment? And they said, no, Ms. Raspberry Evans. Um, the only reason you got in on a Saturday was because it was the end of the year. And they, you know, I guess because flex spending or whatever, they try to get as many colonoscopies done by the end of the year as possible. And that's when they have Saturday appointments. And I said, well, I can't be doing a colon cleanse during the Kid Craddock morning show. Nationally syndicated. Because, I, you know, you have to be near a toilet the day before, right? Because you're literally sprinting to the can. Right, and I can't do that on a national radio you show. You can't be running with your butt cheeks clenched. And I can't just take off a day. Taking real little steps. We're, we don't do that on our show. You know, it has to be a real important reason, and I don't think amen. a colonoscopy counts. Ah, amen. Nothing counts. So amen. I said, well, I have these Mondays off, or you'll have to wait. And so anyway, Dr. Massand made an exception for me and said, I will do your colonoscopy on a Monday when I don't normally do colonoscopies. This is an office day for him. But the only problem was, in order to work me in, he had to do me first thing this morning. No pun intended. So I, um, y'all, the last couple days have not been pleasant for Kelly Raspberry Evans. Mm. There has got to be a better way. Mm. The colonoscopy itself is nothing. There is absolutely nothing to be afraid of. You don't even know what's happening. You are put to sleep. It's not a big deal. It is the prep. They, if they do not figure out how to get this prep straightened out, I don't know that I'm ever going to do it again. I can't drink that stuff. I threw it up. What I could get down, I, I got down, and I was believe me, I was in the bathroom a lot, but I... Threw the stuff up. I don't care what flavor they give me. I don't care if it's lemon lime flavored. I don't care if it's mango flavored. I don't care if it's fruit punch flavored. I can't drink that shit. Whoa! It's awful. Whoa! I'm, I'm so upset Whoa! about it. You would think Incoming. they would. Incoming. I'm sorry, Alan. You would think they would come up with a way to make it better. It's S bomb. Take my, cover. My best friend since fifth grade, Tommy Jean, told me Tommy after Jean. the fact that she threw it all up too. She could barely get it down when she had to have hers that there are pills now. So when I went today, I asked, I said, is, is there a pill option? I'll take a pill all day. I'm not good about taking vitamins a lot, but if I have to do 
you know, for a procedure, I'll take your pills. She said they've had worse luck with pills. Doctor said you'd have to take like 28 of them. or something like that. I was like, I'll take them. If I, I cannot drink that stuff. The minute I drink it, I have a gag reflex that kicks in. It's all I can do. Alan saw, I was like sweating. Yeah. Remember, I was pacing. I was trying to get it down. You were white as a sheet. Horrible. So anyway, I got up this morning about five because I wanted to, you know, get a shower and clean myself up Mm. and shave my legs because let me just tell you, if you're going to get a colonoscopy, as I said three years ago, why not have a dreamy doctor? (laughs) Come on, Alan. Dr. Massand is pretty dreamy. I mean... He is pretty stinking dreamy. If if I'm going to have a really good-looking dude... Or a really ugly dude, I have the option of one of these two dudes rooting up in my butt. I'm probably going to say, yeah, give me the really handsome dude. And even though in a mask, all I could see was his eyes and his hair today. Got to change your voice on that, but yeah, what what I just said. Why? Well, because it can be taken out of context. It's fine. Okay. We were talking colonoscopies. Right. He is, seriously, I told his nurse, I was like, man, you get to work with him She's like, she said she was so disappointed that when she found out this was the only appointment he had today because they love having him around. He's such a great guy. And he's just so stinking cute. So anyway, Dr. Masson did the procedure. And after I, you know, I I got up. I I didn't wear makeup or anything. I think that would be overkill, right? Because it's six o'clock in the morning. You don't run. So I did do my hair. You don't run to the (laughs) shit shack and put makeup on. But I did do my hair. Yeah. And so I'm there, you know, and I'm just, yes, Dr. Masson. So anyway... Um, we do the procedure, and it turns out I have three polyps. I thought I was going to have a clean bill of health, and I could like wait 20 years for my next colonoscopy. And he looked at me with those beautiful eyes and said, I'm sorry, you had three. So that means I'm going to have to go back again in like three years and do this all over again. Okay, a couple of questions, just real quick. How long have we been married? This July 1st will be five years. Okay. Have you ever referred to my eyes as beautiful? You have beautiful eyes. Oh, okay. Okay. I was just curious. But I don't, you know, not when you're around. (laughs) That's things you talk about to other people. Alan has beautiful eyes, doesn't he? He have these big, dark eyes. Have I rooted around in your butt? No. 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 I've just played the butt fiddle. Yeah, you've done that. Yeah. So anyway, if you haven't had your colonoscopy, I I don't mean to understand... Alan's like, didn't bother me to drink it, didn't bother... But you didn't have the same drink I had. Well, I don't think I sounded like that, but... What did you drink? You didn't drink those two... No, honestly, babe, I can't remember what I drank. It was... I want to say it was like something pink. pink? I think they 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 keep trying different things. Yeah. But this is the one I tried, and I was like... I had no polyps. I had no polyps. I know. My colon was smooth. So he gets to wait like five or ten years? No. I think because of my history, he said yes, three... Mom. Yeah, no, no, it was more, it was longer than mine. Five? I don't remember. It doesn't matter, but it's very important because, listen, you know, it's it, the, the drink is horrible, but when you consider, oh, you could get colon cancer and die, it's worth trying to chug down this stuff. Miraculously, I drank enough where they could still get a good read on me, but, you know, colon cancer is, from what I believe, I'm not looking at a statistic right now. I think it's the most treatable, preventable form of cancer. And it's one of the most deadly, if right? caught early, yeah. If caught early. Because you're, here's some gee whiz information about Kelly Raspberry Evans. Her polyps were two millimeters. Is that big or what? S- small, very small. A small? Yeah, you probably don't remember. You I were, don't. You were still asleep. But he was explaining what he found was about two millimeters. That's mm-hmm. like that. That's pretty big to me. Like that big? That's well, tiny. I don't know. Well, it's it's my colon. Yeah, good call. <laughs> but um, no, he said like it takes. Ye- the doctor said it takes years for them to grow into something that is concerning. Right. So that's why they take catching out those, it so early. That's why they take out those polyps early. So anyway, yeah. it's worth it. And if you're looking for a a roto rooter doctor, a, a what do you call them? A pooper scooper? What do you call them? Butt hut doctor? The butt what do y'all hut? say? The colon cabin? Doctor, I meet my son. You might as well go with a good looking one, I'm telling you. The shit shack? Okay, that's enough of that. No. I, I'm sorry I cursed, but I was so disgusted by that experience. I'm horrified. And then, you know, and I, my girlfriends were like, but you get, weigh yourself, weigh yourself before you start the cleanse and then after and let us know how much weight you lost. I'm like, okay, you know how much I lost? One stinking pound. 
one, this ain't no weight loss program. How much did you, did you weigh before and after? Do you even remember? I don't, I don't remember. One pound. And I guarantee you, I, I lose, gained it back I, when I had that first sip of water. I lose two pounds every morning. <clears throat> True. True that. Um, our live studio audience wants. Oh, they have questions? Want, yes. They want to know if you've ever referred to your dear husband of five years as dreamy. I don't know. I don't recall saying you're dreamy. I know I say you're handsome. It's a good thing your husband has a lot of self-confidence. <laughs> He's a very delicate, sensitive flower. And he also knows there's no chance in heck that anything's going to, uh, that I'd ever cheat on you, honey. Oh, gosh. I, I, well, I thought I wasn't going there. I was just doing a bit. Oh. Well, I thought just to, to soothe everyone's concerns. Uh, you know, anyway. But and I have a good looking chiropractor, too. If y'all are looking for a good looking chiropractor, ooh, he's so cute. cute. Dr. Trebendous. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Nurse or uh, Dr. Mary. Dr. Mary's beautiful, but I'm saying I'm I'm looking out for. But Dr. Tremendous is. I introduced too. you to Dr. Tremendous. I know Dr. Tremendous is dreamy, but he's married. Dr. Massand is dreamy, but he's married. So. Unbelievable. What? I introduced you to Dr. Tremendous. He's oh, so my he's doctor. Yours? Yes, he was he's my yours. doctor. Well, I will tell you this: when I was getting dressed to go to my colonoscopy this morning. And I was like, I want to be comfortable. Comfortable. I put on a previous sponsor. I hope they come back of the sandwiches. I love them. My sweaty Bettys. Remember my sweaty Bettys? I've got those on right now. My little lounge pants. And you know what I put on? I put on my Rothy's. My Rothy's flats. Rothy's? I did because they are so comfortable that they're almost like a house shoe. I, I call them, I say bedroom shoes and people get on me. But this is more like a shoe you can wear around your house. It's so comfy. And I said, that's what I want to wear today. I want to be surrounded in comfort as I'm going up for a procedure that I wasn't really looking forward to. So I wore my comfy Rothy's flats. And listen, if you, and I was still stylish. That's the thing. I was comfortable and stylish because you don't have to choose between comfort and style when you choose Rothy's and their signature seamless knit designs mean that all of their shoes look and feel great right out of the box. You don't have a break-in period like you do with so many other shoes where you're having to put band-aids on your heel because you're getting blisters rubbed on them, not with Rothy's. And let me tell you, People Magazine named the point, the Rothy's point, which is their bestseller, by the way. That's the first one I started with. The best flat for their first ever style awards last year. How about that? So if you've heard of the point, you've heard of the flat. The flat's what I wore today from Rothy's, but they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. They've got Rothy's for men. I have a pair of Rothy's. I love them. What do you love about them? Well, the comfort. Yeah, as soon as you put them on, right? And they're lace-up shoes, but the one thing I really do love about them is I can slip them right on. Yeah. They're yeah. so comfy. Yeah. And the best part is everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They repurpose millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Like Alan says, he's tried them now. I love that they've expanded to men because sometimes I'll talk about Rothy's and like, Alan's like, oh, she's talking about women's shoes again. No, they've got them for men no, now too. Got them for men. They have them for children. And speaking of children, you know how they come in with God knows what they've you know, stepped in with Rothy's. All you have to do is throw them in the washing machine and they come out quick and fresh and good as new and extremely durable. So like I said, if you want comfort style, cuteness, try Rothy's. You should try Rothy's and you can get both style and comfort this spring with Rothy's plus get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash sandwich. That's R O T H Y S.com slash sandwich. $20 off. That's great. Um, Start, let me tell you, go oh. up a half a size. Oh. I think that's my little tip for you. Oh, speaking of. But if of, you don't get the right oh, size, okay. it's st- really easy okay. to exchange. All right. We're still I'm doing just, the ad? I was just giving a little tip. Okay. Are we done? I'm done with the tips. We're done with the ad? Mm-hmm. Uh, so back to shoes, just real quick. Before the podcast, I, I stepped on Kelly's foot as I was getting into my studio seat. And I, I, I might have uttered something like, wow, those... Big feet were in my way, or something like that, that I probably shouldn't have said. But then I got to thinking. <laughs> probably shouldn't have said. But then I got to thinking. Instead of "I'm sorry." Yeah, no, I did say "I'm sorry," but I'm like, "Wow." But then you put the blame yeah, on I'm me like, for yeah, having right. my big feet right. where they should. I tried to blame the victim. Uh, so then I started to to calculate our combined shoe size. And if you, dear, sweet, clean, good, strong listener, have a boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever. 
I want you to add their shoe size Why? and your shoe size. Why? If it's bigger than Kelly's and our shoe, of my shoe size. Of course they are. Our, sho- our feet are not that I big. I wear a size <clears throat> 12. Sometimes 11 and a half. Depends. Kelly, you wear a? Nine. Okay. That's so, not that big. So we, I'm 5'9". So we wear a combined size 21. If your shoe size is bigger than that, email me Why? at podcast at kellyandallen.com. I would like a picture of your feet, too. Why? I'm just kidding. I Creepy. Was just, that, yeah, that last part, I was just kidding. I, what are you going to do with that information? We're going to share it on letters why? when we do letters. <laughs> I don't know. Why but, not? Why, but why? Why no not? Sense. But even though our foot size combined is still smaller than Shaquille O'Neal's, right? Well, yeah. Isn't his foot he bigger wears than like that? A Twenty-two by himself. I seem himself. to remember that yeah. from their previous podcast. I don't know. I had a girlfriend in college, and her foot—I think she was a nine, nine and a half, ten, maybe—but she was so embarrassed by her foot size that she would squeeze them into size eights. And I'm like, "What is why?" And she had the most jacked-up feet. But I would see Whoa. these guys trying to, you know. Back in the day, they don't really do this anymore, but when you would go shoe shopping, they would remember they'd sit on that little stool in front of you and yeah. you'd put your foot up put on, your the, foot in that little, on the little ramp and yeah. they would put the shoe on you and lace it for you and all that. They don't do that anymore. They're, they don't even care if you walk in their store. They're over there on their cell phones. They don't even acknowledge you walk in anymore. You have to beg somebody wow. to come help you. It's bad, the truth. Bad customer service, it's the truth. huh? Everywhere you go. We're going to anyway, get into that too in a minute. Um, but I remember she used to just like, force her foot in those size eights. It's like, what does the shoe guy care that you're, and she would be miserable hobbling yeah. around. Nothing's worse. I'd Nothing's rather, worse I'd rather wear hurting. a big sh- oversized shoe way more than a little shoe. Well, a big oversized shoe can give you problems that too. That gives you blisters. Yeah, it gives well, you blisters. Well, they both give you blisters. Yeah. Shoes are very important people. Our live studio <laughs> audience has already sent some messages. Uh, we have a 25. We have a 22. Riveting. Wow. Riveting. Them, this is going to be, save it for a future podcast. Them, them some big feet. Save it. Man, that's riveting information. Them some big feet. We're going to call out numbers on a future podcast. Okay. Well, maybe that's not riveting, <laughs> but I've got some riveting information. More riveting than my colonoscopy? Guys... This weekend was one of, I don't even know how to describe it, one of the most strange, funny, infuriating, memorable, kind of epic Draining. weekends. Draining. <laughs> it was just a, a wild weekend. Um, and it was all over the place. A wild weekend doing normal, everyday things. Yeah. And it started with... One of Dylan's basketball games. Dylan had a playoff basketball game Saturday morning. Yes. And this, you didn't go to this one. I didn't go because I had, we have to divide and conquer. Yeah. And so Cole, our 13 year old, had a friend, Christian, spend the night. Yeah. So I had them and I had to take them to baseball practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So I missed the first basketball game. That I was going to be able to go to the second one. Okay. So that morning, Saturday morning, I took Dylan to his playoff basketball game. Right. My mom and dad were going to meet us there. They hadn't been to a game all season. Yeah, they hadn't been to a game all season. So this is a, the, a big tournament. That's a good right. one to go to. My dear mom and dad. And I know my dad doesn't like me talking about him on the podcast. But this is too epic to not talk about. <laughs> okay. This is too epic to Why not talk about. Why doesn't he like it? You never say anything bad. I never say anything bad. It's always funny. The stuff he does is always funny. My dad keeps a low profile. Yeah. He keeps a low profile. Just don't mention his name. No. So the gym where I'm going to meet my mom and dad and I'm taking Dylan to, interestingly enough, my dad and mom have only been to this gym one other time. Yeah. And this was years ago. For a, another one of Dylan's games, I believe. The only time that my mom and dad had gone to this gym, they had just come, I think, from Choctaw Casino. And my dad had f- found a pearl in one of the oysters yes. at the buffet. Yes. So I didn't know this, but they come, this is, you know, a, a couple years ago. They come walking into this gym. My dad taps me on the shoulder. He's like, hey. Guess what me and your mom found in one of the oysters <laughs> up at the Choctaw? And I'm like, what, Dad? He's like, a pearl. 
And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I have it with me. And I'm like, you do? He's like, yeah. So he reaches in his pocket and he, he pulls out this napkin. It was all wadded up. And he's like, yeah, look. And he tries to open it. <laughs> And the pearl bounces out of his napkin and it flies up in the air down onto the gym floor. And this is, and it's not a big pearl. It no. was like a little pearl. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and there's people walking, trying to get into the game yeah. and the pearl is lost. Yeah, lost forever. And I'm like, oh, and my dad was like, doggone it, I lost my pearl. <laughs> so that's kind of a family so story yeah. where we always talk about how dad lost it's this. It's a good story. Yeah. We lost. tell it a lot. Okay. So. <laughs> Fast forward to this Saturday, same gym. Yeah, we never go to this gym except for tournaments. Right. So I I show up with Dylan, and we're about fifteen minutes early. The game before us was running really long, and I could tell this because our team was standing around outside, standing around in the vestibule, you know, the little lobby area, and we kind of went in in just to watch the end of this uh, game before Dylan's. I noticed there was all this screaming and yelling and not like cheering. It was more like angry, angry screaming and yelling and um, walked in. And apparently there was a team, one team was getting beat. It was a close game, but they were getting beat. The parents of the children of this team were really yelling at the ref, the, the losing team, the losing team, the team that was losing the game. Really yelling at the left. The, the the type of yelling that it's embarrassing and makes you makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know, we're we're all me, Dylan, um, my mom and dad will walk in here in a few minutes, but the other parents, a lot of other kids from our team and the other team we're about to play are all just kind of watching this transpire. Well, the parents are just on this ref, like Really letting it was her, a female ref, by the way. Yeah, really letting her have it. She finally says, blows the whistle. She goes, Enough. All the parents for this team out of the gym. She goes, We will not continue this game until all these parents leave the gym. So what did the parents do? They sit there. They didn't move. Didn't budge. It was a face off. So we're all like, uh A standoff or a face off? It was a standoff. It was a classic. Boda match. Yeah. Oh, epic. Clash of the Boda. Yeah. Yes. So the ref's just kind of standing there. The people are still yelling at her. And they're like, we're not going anywhere. It was getting to this point. Now it starts to get personal. Some people start saying some personal things about the ref. The ref loses her cool and starts cussing at the people in the stands, at which point some of the people in the stands... Got out of the got stands. out of the stands to go to where the ref is, and it got really ugly really quick. Who restrained whom? Some Who of the restrained some whom? of the parents that I guess spouses of some of the these were ladies that were running out on the oh. court. They weren't men. They were oh. ladies running out on the court. Ladies, gals, ladies wouldn't act like that. So the men were would restrain these ladies, and it was just it was a big ugly. Embarrassing. Scene. Embarrassing scene. And I know part of this story I'm trying to tell is funny. Part of it is serious. Here's the serious part. And I told Kelly this before before the podcast, and we have talked about this before. We go to a lot of kids' sports, a lot of kids' sports. And we cheer. We we cheer for Dylan. Yay, Dylan. You know, good job. Cheer for our team. Never cheer against the other team. No. These are like little kids. Yeah. The refs are human. Re- the refs in amateur sports, especially little kid sports, they're sometimes, most of the time, they're volunteers. Sometimes they get paid 10, 20 bucks a game. They make mistakes. Okay. I, in my opinion, there is no business that any parent has with yelling at a referee at a kid's game. In my opinion, I say things under my breath because I'm like, that was a. BS call. And I'll say that under my breath. I won't say it to where any child can hear me. But when you start yelling that kind of stuff out where kids can hear it, I think that's wrong. So I think as as mad as those parents probably were at the ref, because I'm sure she made some bad calls, I think that is absolutely wrong. And I think that they should be ashamed of themselves. And I think that any parent that does that should just, they should, they should be 
they should leave the building. Well, what happened was the parents didn't leave, and guess what? She caved in, she and they finished in. the game, and that's where she messed up. She right. should have said game over. But it was and just whoever wins wins. That's it was what she should so have done. Embarrassing. It was bad, and it was so bad that by the time we came back that afternoon, they had a police yeah. officer yeah. there yeah. just yeah. to make sure they had Alan PD there. Yeah, just to make sure this wasn't going to happen because, again. Because after the game ended, some of the parents on the other team. I could tell the winning or losing team. The winning team. They were very upset at just everything that had happened, yeah. and they were grabbing their children and Get out. running out of the gym. They weren't. They didn't know if there was going to be a mob fight or what. Yeah. And I'm in there like, what in the hell? And then Dylan's asking me after the game. He's like, Daddy, what happened? And I'm like, Bub. So then I've got to explain to him. Sometimes people lose their cool and they start well, yelling things they shouldn't be yelling. I get it. You, your your child has been slighted, and I'll tell you the same referee. She was she refereed Dylan's game that I did get to see, and yeah, she made some. I mean, it was like, are you serious? You're really gonna call that on these little kids? I mean, she was like a stickler for the most rant anyway, but we didn't say anything. But if that police officer hadn't been there, I'd have gotten up. Right? Is that what she would have done? <laughs> No, I never do anything. Okay, so check- I just sit there and talk to Alan. I can't believe she did that. That's all right. So check this out. In the middle of all this buffoonery, my mom and dad come walking in. And they kind of came in in the middle of all this. And they come walking in like, what is happening? You know, so I'm trying to catch them up to speed like parents yelling at the ref, ref yelling at the parents. They resume the game because the ref said everybody out. They didn't leave. So she's like, all right. She resumes the game. My mom and dad come in. And they're standing there watching against the wall. The game resumes. And then all of a sudden, the all the lights and all the power in the gym shut off. So now it's pitch dark in there. What happened? The crowd go, whoa! Yeah, everyone goes, whoa, whoa! Because <laughs> after that scene, then all the lights go off. My poor dad <laughs> leaned up against the power switch in the gym. One light switch. One light switch. With pop- easy yes. access. Right, 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 right there inside the door. My poor dad. And then everyone's like, who did that? They're looking over at my dad. He's like, sorry, sorry, I did it. And then he turns it back on. The lights come back on. It was just, it was surreal. I'm like, yeah. what, what is happening right I know. now? So then Dylan plays his game. They unfortunately lost. But, you know, I think all the parents were so shell-shocked that that was like a really quiet game. You know, the next game was pretty quiet. they won the first game. Did they win the first game? I thought they won the first game and then lost the second. They won the first game. You're right, babe. And then they lost the second one. The second one's the one you went to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where that referee... (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, I don't know. It was... But they played a team. Man. That team was good. The minute they hit the court and I saw that other team, I'm like, this is going to be a bad game. They just smoked us. These kids... I mean, even their coach, I'm like, that coach used to play professional basketball. He even just, he was tall, the way he carried himself, the way he coached the kids. It was like, they were doing layups and throwing across the, it was just crazy. So we were outplayed, but it is what it is. So here's my PSA. Here's my PSA, as honest as I can be. For 99.9% of the parents out there, your kid isn't going to be a pro. Exactly. Your kid is not going to be a professional basketball player. These were third graders. This wasn't like a college scholarship was on the line or their career was going to be based on the outcome of this tournament. For for 98% of you, your child isn't going to be in the NCAA playing big time college football, college basketball, college baseball. I don't know. That second team we played, maybe. Okay. My, My point is really in children's sports, don't be yelling at the ref. And I know most of our listeners wouldn't do that. Oh, of course not. But it's just, it's embarrassing. Uh, you know, it doesn't make anybody around you feel very good. The children see it and hear it and they're like, what, 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 what's happening? Why? Like Dylan, he was like, daddy, why were they saying those words to that woman? And I'm like, well, I'll try to explain it to you, but here's the deal. You know, yeah. it's just, it was, it was, it was a sad kind of thing to so witness. So behave yourselves. Yeah. That's the point of this whole story. Behave yourself. It's children's sports. It should be fun, you know? And I get yelling for your kid and encouraging your child and saying, yeah, that's the way to do it. And, but man, you start throwing F bombs and GDF at a, a ref with kids around. What are you doing? Bad. It was bad. I'm glad. Part of me is glad I wasn't there to see it. And part of me feels like, man, I missed out on all the drama. But anyway. Well, there was drama. There was even more drama. Even more weekend. drama. 
Yes. We're going to get to that. Yes. But let me tell you, back to me, back to me for just a minute. Yes. When I was being wheeled into the room where they were about to put me to sleep and do my colonoscopy, I, w- I was wheeled in there. They had the mask off of me. Everybody else is wearing masks. But, you know, for the procedure, they put oxygen in my nose. And I'm like, man, this room smells so good. And the other nurses, you know, I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, you like it? And she held up her bottle of Mrs. Myers. And she said, I spray this around the room. She says, it was lavender scented. She said, it's so relaxing. And then we started talking about our, listen, this is what we're talking about pre-colonoscopy. What's your favorite, Mrs. Myers? Have you tried the basil body wash, the basil cleaner? That's what we were all talking about. Listen, they use that in the operating room because there's nothing toxic in it. There's no chemicals that can harm anybody. But the smell, that's why we love Mrs. Myers so much. And we get all of our Mrs. Myers products through Grove Collaborative. We love shopping through them because everything you know that you buy through Grove Collaborative, not just Mrs. Myers, but Seventh Generation, all those things that you love that are clean products that are good for your home, good for your body, good for the environment. That's where we do the shopping. And did you know that only 9% of plastic actually gets recycled? Alan tells me this all the time. These big bins were out there loading up. He's like, not all of that's being recycled. Well, Alan, you're right. Only 9% of plastic actually gets recycled, no matter how much we put in those bins. I usually am. I know, but at Grove Collaborative, they believe it's time to ditch single-use plastics for good. Now, they carry, in addition to the Mrs. Myers we love so much, as well as my colonoscopy office, uh, they carry hundreds of products aimed at replacing single-use plastics across your home and your personal care routine. And by 2025, Grove will be 100% plastic-free. How about that? Uh, like Grove Grove uh, Collaborative's concentrated cleaners and their refillable glass bottles, they're friendlier to the planet, twice as effective as the leading natural brand. So switch to sustainable products for every room in your home, from laundry care to hand soaps and more. Grove Collaborative has Grove Collaborative. Why am I having trouble saying collaborative? Uh, they have you covered with safe formulas and refillable packaging. And they never, ever, ever compromise on performance. So go to grove.com slash sandwich today to get a free gift set worth up to $50 with your first order. Plus, shipping is fast and free. Get started right now at grove.com slash sandwich. That's grove.com slash sandwich. Love it. Seriously. Love it. Love the Mrs. Myers. Yes, we do. Very much. Yes, we do. All right. So now we got to get to drama part two. Again, I was not present for it. I missed all the drama this weekend. You did. So I, I had my own drama. I'm sitting uncomfortable, drinking nasty right. stuff, running to the bathroom every five minutes. That yeah. was my drama. Yeah, Kelly was laid up. That's the reason why I was kind of running around a lot this weekend. Kelly was pounding the saline Ugh. gel or whatever it is and... She was running to the can every 10 minutes or whatever you were doing here. That's basically it. Unleashing the hounds of hell. Watching Inventing Anna. Is anybody watching that? First, I know you're going to tell your story real quick. I am not. Before that, I'm watching Love is Blind Part 2. This is the second season. I binged it all the way, and now I've got to wait a week for the final episode. Uh, The one couple was about to, you know, are they going to get married or not? That girl is sabotaging this whole thing. It's making me so mad. I don't know if they're going to get married or not. Then I started uh, watching Inventing Anna because it's the number one uh, series in the country right now. It's a limited series. I think it's nine or ten episodes. I'm sort of... Losing interest. Uh-oh. I'm on episode... I'm, I mean, I was in, and I'm trying to hang in there, but I'm like finding myself pulling out my phone and playing Best Fiends through some of it. Best Fiends? Yeah, Friends Without the R. Yes. Um, but yeah, so there's that. But that's what I was doing while Alan was out having drama. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about how I was at a one of our favorite chain restaurants, Chili's, we and go there all the time. We go there all the time. We, it's convenient. Boys like the food. The food is, I mean, everybody has their opinions. We like the food there. I mean, they got a good burger. Got a good salad. Chicken, chicken, uh, the chicken crispers. Their chips and salsa. Chips and queso. You sign up to be like one of their preferred customers or whatever. The Chili's rewards, Club. You get free chips and salsa. Yep. 
So we go there a lot. They just built a new one close to where we live. They even have a little robot that brings your food out. Yeah, Plano, Texas, USA, God's country. So we talked about how at said Chili's a couple of weeks ago, I asked for Splenda to go with my unsweetened tea. And the guy went 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven. And he rolled two crumpled balls of Splenda balls on the table. He didn't even say 7-Eleven. Alan's just saying that's the way it presented I'm itself. I'm embellishing a He's little a, bit. Well, but, but literally, he just he literally, tossed, yes. rolled up, crumpled. They had maybe been sitting in his pocket. Right. Just threw them in front of Alan and ran away. Yeah. It's like, and I, what was that? And I didn't get into a Boda match. I just looked at the thing, and I looked at the server, and, and I looked at like, Kelly. And the I'm server like, was like, I don't know what that was. I'm so sorry. I will address it. Did she address it? No. Probably not. Did I address it? No. No. I just, no. Did take a picture and put it on social media. Yeah. So, okay. Did I mean, kind of forgot about it until just now. Um, I can't make this stuff up. Roll on over to Chili's this weekend. Minus me. Minus Kelly. Went with Cole and Dylan. Cole was reluctant. He didn't want to go. He's He was doing the... I'm not hungry, bit. I don't really want to go, bit. I said, come on, we're going to go. And Cole. Cole ended up having a great time. Cole was when you said Dylan, I thought. Uh, no, it was it was Cole. Yeah. Dylan wanted to go. Dylan always likes to go to Chili's. So we ordered chips and queso, which they like. The boys like the soup. I can't remember what I got. I think I got a burger. I think that's what I ordered. But when the chips came out, and, I, and my drink, unsweet tea, with Splenda, please. With, with spend, Splenda, please. Because for some, they're still saving the world. They're, the ketchup bottle sitting on the counter, but they can't put out the sweetener packets for some reason. I don't get that. The sweetener carrier, carrier is but, apparently the key to all diseases. Right. And they won't just put it on the table. Right. But the ketchup's there. The menus are Everything's right. there except right. for the sweetener packets. Yeah, I know. That makes no sense. It, it doesn't to me, but... It is what it is. It is, what, it is what it is. So I asked for Splenda. When the, the okay, we, we had a waiter, a male waiter. This is a food runner. They're called food runners. Yeah, a food runner came out and it was, it was a, a gal. She it, was the same food runner from the previous week. Yes. And I had took issue with her the previous week because of something else she did that's not even worth going into, but whatever. It was a drink order issue. Yeah, it was just. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Very, very busy. Those yes. food runners are underappreciated. I used to wait tables, and we loved our food runners. They really helped us out. So the food runner brings out the drinks, brings out the chips and salsa and queso. And I'm always on alert, like, okay, I'm probably going to have to ask for the Splenda again. They usually forget it. Right. They usually forget it. And I, and I said, oh, ma'am, can I, can I get that Splenda? And she goes, it's right there. And now I felt stupid because I'm like, you know how it is when you're like, oh, can I get? And, and they sometimes a server will say, oh, well, it's, 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 it's right there. Oh, I, I brought it. And, you're, I'm so and, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. and I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't see it. It's right there. Silly me. <laughs> so she goes, no, it's right there. And I'm looking on the table and I'm like, <laughs> I felt so stupid. I'm like, oh, I don't see it. And she goes right there. And I go, I'm sorry. I can't see. She goes, it's there. And she almost touches the chips the Splendas were in the chips. Yeah. They were laid out like cards. Like fanned out in a beautiful presentation. Yeah. But they were in, like in between the chips. And I'm like, oh, they're in the chips. I was kind of making a joke, you know? I was like, oh, they're in the chips. And she goes, yeah. Like, no big deal. And I said, well, why are they in the chips? And she goes, because I, I didn't want to carry them. Yeah, didn't want to carry him. And I'm like, oh, so okay. She put, and, and then she turns around and makes a freaking as, beeline back as, to the kitchen. As we've all learned, these little packets are the doorway to disease. That's why they're not on the table. Oh, so she, she just picks them up and throws them in the chips. <laughs> it makes no sense, right? So the boys... What is up with Splenda <laughs> so the and these people and Chili's? I don't understand. So the boys that were... They had witnessed the 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. They had witnessed that episode. I didn't want to carry your Splenda. Now they're looking at me like... And I'm like, guys, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if they... 
they listen to the podcast or they're doing a bit or what they're doing. But I said, that's really strange. And they're like, yeah, okay. So we just, I used one you of know, them, put it in my tea. You know, we're never going to be able to go back to the Chili's again. They're all going to spit in our food. Well, <laughs> we're never going back. So here's what the kid did. Okay. So this one, it did. I, I wasn't upset. I didn't ask for a manager. I didn't. You were a little upset. I didn't. Pull, or you I, didn't have... I didn't pull a Karen. I didn't. I, I didn't get back in her face. I, I, it, I didn't boda. I didn't do. No, I didn't bow it, up. I didn't blow up. I didn't puff up. Weren't you a social media Karen? Now here's what I did. That, that's this is Karen esque. What you did? I was very passive aggressive. So I take a picture of this, put it on the social media, and I tag Chili's. And I'm Did like, you tag chilies with the crumpled one too? No, yeah. I didn't with the crumpled one because I was like, certainly that won't ever happen again. So I tagged chilies and I'm like, you will not believe, I can't remember what I wrote, but you will not believe I got, I splendid my chips tonight. Holy moly, look at this. This is crazy or something like that. You know, something like that. Well, Chili saw this and they responded and they're like, yeah, they're like Kelly and Alan were something like, oh my gosh, this is unacceptable. Why was I in, in this? We're going <laughs> to, I wasn't even there. Cause we're like salt and pepper now. Like I can't do anything without you being associated with it. Oh Lord. That's not good yeah, for me. I know. So, um, they said we're, we're basically, we're horrified. We'll address this. We'll address this at the <laughs> restaurant. Please DM us your information. You know we may be. The reason you get your sw- your Splenda back on the table where it belongs. You're welcome. So the kid... But we can never go back there again. They're all going to be so mad. So I don't go out there and start being mean. I don't go out there and start bowing up and yelling at Chili's. I posted a very nice message. And here here is my, my, my tip for you. And you can do this in business a lot. Give them the butter knife. The butter knife. You give them a little butter... And then you give them the knife. Kind of soften them up a little bit. You know, you can do this in email. You can do this when you're talking to somebody. So you did that? I gave Chili's the butter knife. I said, oh, it's okay. Thank you for responding. I really appreciate it. I said, my boys love the food at Chili's. They love the soup. We love the chips and queso. I said, but my splint... So that's the butter. So the knife is... But I said, but my Splenda presentation lately has been really interesting. I said, makes for a good <laughs> podcast bit. <laughs> Anyway, DM me if you have if you need more information. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we still love chilies and we will still go to chilies. It will just be a different chili. Will we? <laughs> I don't know because now they're all thinking, is it our chilies that did the problem? Is it our chilies? 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. I don't know, just really odd. Very odd. odd. It was the same thing twice. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's you. It probably is me. Probably oh, I'm sure you. it is me somehow. And she was looking at me like I'm the asshole. It's right there. It's right there. And I'm like, I'm looking but I for just it. Love, I'm looking for it on the table. I just, like, love I, her, it. I just love her explanation is I didn't want to carry it. I don't want to carry it. I don't know. I, I don't want to carry it. Are we being ridiculous? Are we are we being too delicate? Are our feelings too fragile that we can't handle it? Will you please email me, good, strong, dear, sweet, clean listener at podcast at kellyandallen.com and give us your opinions on these things? Am I the asshole? You know what? We, you don't have to mention names. No. It doesn't have to be your Chili's experience. No. But send us your crazy restaurant experience. Maybe that would be good fodder for a future podcast. That would be. That would Your be. restaurant fails. We'll call it restaurant restaurant fails. fails. Yeah, that's a good and one. And it could be if you were a server or if you were the servee. We'd love to hear your restaurant stories because those are always good and potentially gross. So now our studio audience is reminding me you have ailments. Very well documented list. Yeah. Uh, should we go through them right now? I don't I don't like it because it makes it sound okay. like I'm a complainer. Okay. And I'm I don't think but, I'm a complainer. I just think I talk a lot. I think I'm used to that. I I do that for a living. And so I don't dime. like I talk for a living. How's that a dime. dime? How is that a dime? Not all of us get paid to talk. But I talk for a living. That is my job. And so dime. why is that a dime? It's not. <laughs> But I'm saying long periods of dead air, I feel like I need to fill them. Oh. Am I wrong? 
no, you do that, but and not I will all just, dead air has to be filled. I feel like, and so sometimes Alan will just be sitting there mm-hmm. and I'll just be talking and whatever's in my head will just come out of my mouth. Otherwise, we're just sitting there and there's no communication. So like today, you know what's wrong with me today? My toenail is split. Yeah. Why? Right. Because Alan left his boots out in the middle of the night as I'm stumbling, trying to get to the bathroom <laughs> and in the dark. And so, you know, there, so one of my ailments happens to be a chipped toenail. Okay. Okay. So I kind of get it now because now the, the live studio audience is reminding me that I have kind of this history of these run-ins at restaurants and they're not my fault. But I feel like I'm the complainer. I so I understand where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, I now. don't feel like I'm complaining. I'm just talking. Right, right. I'm not complaining really. I'm just trying to tell you a story about something really strange that happened to me. Because you talk for a living? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, part of what you I do is talking. Um no, I had the broccoli incident. I want double broccoli. Well, you can't get double broccoli. Well, I was in here last week and I got double broccoli. That's true, he well, did. Uh, you can't have it now. And I'm like, well, why? I just got it. Well, because you can't. It was one of those it made things. made no sense. And then the coffee tea. This is tea. No, it's coffee. <laughs> well, no, I just drank it. It's tea. It's coffee. It's tea. It was, we had that. <laughs> God. Now I'm being reminded. Now I'm remembering. And now we've got the 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. And now we've got the Splenda fanned out like cards. In my chips. See, I have wonderful experiences at restaurants. Eating out at restaurants is my favorite thing to do in the world. Babe, what if I had, I'm talking to the boys, I accidentally grab a chip and the Splenda is on the chip. You would have, yeah. And I dip a big thing of, a goop a big thing of queso on there and just shove it all in my mouth. Could have happened. And I choke and die. It could have happened just like that. Is our life insurance policy up to date? Absolutely. You would Will I be set? Oh. Will I be set? Uh, You quit tomorrow. Oh, good. That's good to know. You quit the Kid Kid Craddock Morning Show nationally syndicated tomorrow. But I wouldn't give up the podcast. (laughs) I would never give up this podcast. What about love letters? Love letters? I just have to find somebody to sit in your seat. Well, that wouldn't be hard. That's right. Maybe Dr. Masson. You play. God. Man, I would just do a whole, we would do a podcast about colonoscopies every week. Everything you want to know about colonoscopies. And it would be fascinating. I'd put a little theme music underneath it. Be real dreamy. Yeah, yeah. You'd make a big mockery out of his profession. I know that's what you would do. No, I wouldn't. I know that's what you would do. No, I wouldn't. You would. I wouldn't. Oh, gosh. It's very important. But that wasn't all the buffoonery. That There's more buffoonery? <laughs> yeah, there is. I told you at the beginning, this was a weird weekend. I'm trying to remember what else. Do I know this story? I'm just forgetting it? Yeah, I told you. I don't, yeah, I don't think I told you all the details. Oh, okay. But, yeah, well, I'm I, about to be surprised too, everybody. Well, why don't we do a little bit of that? Okay. Then we'll do this. Well, we'll bring it home for Jerome and then we'll yogurt. Yeah, you know what? As I was rolling in, to you know the clinic for my colonoscopy this morning i wasn't going to do my makeup but i did do my hair and i wanted to make sure my personal hygiene was on point i was about to have an intimate moment with dr massand and you know so that's why i made sure that my body was right my hygiene was right thanks to native personal care products every native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long because it is important to smell good you know people can look at you and you can look at somebody and say hmm i bet they smell good with native you will smell good best known for their aluminum free deodorant that's where it all started that's their baby native wants to help you practice safe sweats which is why they keep their ingredients list bare naked with ingredients you understand like coconut oil, shea butter, baking soda. That's really good on your skin. Native deodorant checks a lot of boxes. 24-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, a smooth residue-free application, and over 10 cents to choose from. Now, the coconut vanilla, that is the bomb. It is their 
fan favorite. It's been the bestseller for years. Other scents, if you like lavender and rose, cucumber and mint. If you like, I don't like scent, but I don't want to stink. Native has unscented deodorant as well. And recently, Native has partnered with Baked by Melissa. Have you ever had Baked by Melissa little cupcakes, little mini cupcakes? Divine, a delicious flavor in every bite. Well, they have teamed up with Baked by Melissa for a collection of scents inspired by those cute little cupcakes from tie-dye vanilla cupcake, mint cookie cupcake, fresh peach cupcake, ginger lemonade cupcake. So why not make your day a little sweeter, starting with your armpits? and your body washes and everything that they offer with Native. Now's the time to make the switch from an antiperspirant to Native. And when you visit their site, you can discover all the fresh scents, maybe even try out one of their moisturizing body washes while you're at it. So smell and feel fresh all day long with Native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedo.com slash sandwich or use promo code sandwich at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash sandwich or use promo code sandwich at checkout for 20% off your first order. I love those little cupcake scents. That's so cute. Native Dio. For deodorant. <laughs> um, just real quick, and I wanted to get Kelly's opinion on this. Uh, the game King of, which you introduced the Evans family to, because I had never heard of this game. Mm-hmm. I think we learned it by listening to the nationally syndicated Kid Craddock Morning Show. Show. Used to be a long time ago. We would just start randomly, like somebody would say, oh, you know, Bob, Bob, like Bob Saget, like Bob Costas. And you go around the room and everybody start naming Bobs. Until somebody until, couldn't, right? Until the last person oh, okay. who could name a Bob. And if you were the last person, you'd say, I'm the king of Bobs. And it just became a bit. And then we turned it into a card game. And it's honestly, it's a lot of fun it's to play fun. with your kids. And it doesn't have to be, kids will be out on famous bobs, but they can do colors. They can do animals. Fish. They can do the king of um, food. Food. The king of restaurants. That's Sharks, what we played today. Anything. And you, because, you know, and then they, and whenever Dylan, our youngest, <laughs> freaks out one year, one day we were doing it, I don't remember what we were doing. He just panned and he said, Yogurt. Yeah, we were like doing. It the, was like we we were like doing the king of fish, and he like, couldn't think of another. It's like yogurt, yogurt, and it was so funny that became yeah. whenever we are panicking and bailing out, we all say yogurt, yogurt. We yogurt out. It's like the safe word. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, I wanted to get Kelly's opinion on this because while we were at Chili's after the Splenda debacle, I, we were playing King of. I was playing King of with the boys, and we were playing King of Restaurants. So we start going around naming a bunch of restaurants and everyone starts naming chains and then fast food. And then someone says, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, well, it's not a restaurant. And the boys are like, well, why isn't it a restaurant? They make food. I'm like, well, restaurant, a restaurant, isn't that somewhere you go in, you sit down and you eat prepared food? That's a restaurant, right? I think you're being a stickler. But well, that's, isn't that the definition I, of a restaurant? But then I said, don't they have to-go restaurants where you just go up and it's all counter service? Does that make it a diner? Does that make it, I mean, how persnickety are you going to get? What about when you go to like Central Market and they have a cafe where you can go in, get prepared food and then sit down and eat it, but you're not going to the Central Market restaurant, are you? It's a restaurant within a grocery store, I guess. Alan took me on a date one time just to uh, Market Street. Market Street. <laughs> we that was ate fun. in the markets because I'd never been before. That was a date night. So anyway, we had that debate, and then we had the, a, a debate that I know a lot of people have maybe heard. We've probably talked about it before, but we were doing King of Sports. So we're going around, and I said, "Okay, here's the deal, guys. In my opinion, it's only a sport if there's a ball." If there's not a ball, it's not a sport. So you're saying? Race car driving, not a sport. Fishing? It's a race. Fishing is an activity. So you're saying? Skiing, not a sport. It's a race. Cross-country runners. Race. But they're not? Running is an activity. Okay. In order to play a sport, you have to be an athlete. True. Are runners athletes? I think they're athletes, but they're not playing a sport. This is just my opinion. 
Have you looked up the definition of sport? I have not because I have my own definition. Then you keep talking and I'm going to look up the definition of what is sports. You look up the definition. Swimming, not a sport. It's an activity. It's a race. It's a race. But then someone said, well, Daddy, what about shot put? You know, they throw that big that big lead ball. Here is the definition is that a sport? of sports. Okay, give me a... An activity involving a physical... Okay, let me start over. Okay. An activity involving physical exertion and skill that is governed by a set of rules or customs and often undertaken competitively. Didn't say anything second, about a ball, no, does it? Second definition. Such activities considered as a group... Number three, a usually challenging activity undertaken for amusement. Mm. Another thing, a sport pertains to any form of competitive physical activity or game that aims to use, maintain, or improve physical ability and skills while providing enjoyment to participants and, in some cases, entertainment to spectators. Sports can, through casual or organized participation, improve one's physical health. So there's no mention of uh, balls. Well, none. I say balls. Some of our live studio audience is very passionate about this subject. They're saying, what about roller derby? Roller derby's not a sport. It's a bunch of people skating well, around hitting each other. Well, you're apparently wrong based on well, the very definition of the word. I'm right in my mind. Anyway. <laughs> so we had that debate, too. And you're still not going to admit you're wrong? No. I told the okay. boys, and this is how I want them to, to grow up and, and, and see things. <laughs> a game, competition, or activity needing physical effort and skill that is played or done according to rules and for enjoyment and or as a job. Football, basketball, and hockey are all team sports. Thank you. I en- Or, here's an example. I enjoy winter sports like skiing and skating. Those are activities. Anything... I enjoy winter sports like skiing and skating. No, because, because listen, here, here's how what I think about that. Skating and gymnastics, these are things that a bunch of judges sit there and watch people do. So you get, you get a subjective judge and a score... For doing something. Here's somebody else. Right? My, here's some these now these are all just opinions. My working definition of a sport is any competitive event in which one side is actively engaged in stopping the other side from scoring. This eliminates a lot of track and field competitions as well as a lot of gymnastics and ice events. I'd agree with that. That's according to a personal opinion. I'd, but not according I'm to kind the definition of, on board of the with, word. I'm kind of on board with that. Well, whatever. So is that the whole story? That was the drama? Oh, no, that wasn't the drama. Oh. That was just another add-on to our Chili's experience. Here's the drama. Okay, and we'll we'll bring it home for Jerome. So Dylan has a soccer game. Dylan plays sports all weekend. He has a soccer game on Sunday. Did you go to the... You didn't go to this one. You were... No, no you because were, I was yeah. hugging the toilet right, you were with home. my butt cheeks. Right. You... <laughs> you like that one? I just imagine Kelly Raspberry <laughs> Evans just sitting on the pot and just got oh, one. I was so you got, defeated. You got one butt cheek on this side of it, another butt cheek on this side of it, and then you're holding a steel pot in your lap. Why would I hold a steel pot in my lap? Because it's coming out of both ends. No, I wasn't. Well, not then. I wasn't vomiting on the toilet. Oh, okay. All right. So my mom and dad <laughs> come meet me at Dylan's soccer game. So we had a good time. Watch the soccer game. Dylan's team annihilated the other team. Dylan's on a really good soccer team, and he's he's a great player himself. But uh, after the game... Not a lot of parents getting involved and yelling at the refs? No, everyone at the soccer games is usually pretty good. They just cheer. They just cheer for their kid. You know, get it. Yeah, way to be aggressive. Yeah, you know, just no one's... No one's yelling at the refs. I heard the guy next to me say something like, you know, that was offsides. That was... a." That's not a big deal. I'm yeah. talking about when you make it personal and you start cussing at them. F yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Anyway, don't even get me started back on that other thing. But um, Pressure! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after the, uh, after the soccer game, we decided to go get something to eat. And we leave it up to Dylan. We said, Dylan, what do you want? He said, I want Buffalo Wild Wings. And my mom and dad are like, not probably not the biggest Buffalo Wild Wing fans. But they're like, yeah, absolutely. My mom even said, I'll pick up the tab, Dylan. And we're like, yeah, all right, let's go. Grandma's got it. So my dad says he'll follow me. So he follows me all the way from we're in Louisville. And for some of you, this makes no sense. But we're in one part of town. We need to go about 10 miles to another part of town. So we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. My dad follows me. We get there. We go in. And they have the entire dining room shut down. And only the bar is open. The bar is full. 
but the entire dining room is shut down because they have one server in the entire restaurant. Yeah, this is a real problem. We need to get more servers back out there. So not only that. If you're looking for a job, go to Buffalo Wild Wings. We had a party of 12 that walked in right before us. So I go up and I ask the hostess, um, you know, what's the wait? She says, well, it's going to be about 45 minutes. And she goes, we don't have anybody to work. And I said, okay, well, we're going to try somewhere else, but thanks. So That's the second time in a row that's happened. I know, I know. They just don't have the staff. So I go out and have to deliver this news to Dylan. And he's like, oh, he's like, well, what about sushi? <laughs> I'm like, okay, bud, we can get you some sushi. I said, Grandma and Grandpa, are you guys okay with sushi? They're like, yeah, where do we go? Um, Dylan says, what about Sushi Marquee? He likes Sushi Marquee. Have you taken him anywhere besides Sushi Marquee? I took him to Bluefish once. Okay. And he didn't like it. Really? He didn't. Well, it's a I, we like bluefish. We like bluefish. Bossman George, maybe, Bossman George loves bluefish. Maybe fish. he likes the and environment then, because at uh, the sushi marquee they have it's very loud. And there's TVs playing and there's lots of artwork. Maybe it's more yeah. about the experience. Yeah. So you know, my mom and dad are mom and dad are chill. You know, they're they're. I wouldn't think sushi marquee would be for your parents. Well, I've only been there at lunch. At night, it becomes clubbish. So. They follow me over there. My dad got lost a few times trying to follow me. We got that resolved. We finally get over there. Let me just say, Alan's not the easiest person to follow. Alan, if if you're following him and there's a yellow light, he's like, I'm going for it. And then it's like, okay, I'm just going to sit here at this red light while you keep going. You're really bad. <laughs> I'm being misrepresented. No, he's really bad. But whatever. So we get up to Sushi Marquee and it's at... Frisco at the Star, where the Cowboys headquarters are. It's this big, you know, restaurant business complex. Wahlburgers is there in Frisco. We just found out we yeah. love Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers was good. The kids love that. So we get up, we start walking towards the door, and I can hear. I'm like, oh my god, what is going on in there? So you know, the doors close. I open the door. It's like, like wow, this place is loud. Like. Totally different vibe. Did than they ask time. to see Dylan's ID? <laughs> no. Yeah. But so at this point, we all just want to eat. It's late. We've already, you know, been shot down at Buffalo Wild Wings. We've driven all over the place. We're just going to go in this place and eat. There's one table available. It's packed. The place is packed. They do have servers there. Place is packed. The table is right inside the front door. So it's like the one you walk in the restaurant and it's that table. Yeah. Like right there. Yeah. They were saving it for you. Yeah. And you know how I am with that. I don't like that table either, yeah. but yeah, you get what you get. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. So we sat down, and I can already tell my mom and dad are kind of out on this because it was so loud. You I can't hear. I couldn't hear either one of them really talking. You can't hear Dylan because of his little voice, you know. So we crack open our menus. Now, here's the wheels off part. We crack open our menus. We're sitting there for not two minutes, and it's like, the music kind of dies down. One of the guys at the bar, and this wasn't a, a server. A patron. A patron. He jumps on top of the bar. Oh, is that, is that okay? I guess. And, and says, Sushi Marquee, really loud. And we're all like, ah. I'm like looking over there. My dad's like, my dad's like, like almost like shell-shocked. He's like, ah. Like, do we need to die for cover? Right. Right. This could be like a potential hostage situation. I know. It was scary. He jumps up on the bar. Sushi Marquee. And, and you know, everyone looks over and he goes, so-and-so is going to take her first sake shot. Sucky, sucky, sucky. And everyone's like. <laughs> sucky, sucky. But he was saying sucky, sucky, oh, sucky. Oh, no. And I'm sitting there with my mother <laughs> and my father and my nine-year-old. And I'm like. What is happening after this weekend? Seriously? Sucky, sucky, sucky. And everyone in the restaurant's like, shot, shot, shot. And we're the four of us are sitting there like, why do we not know? Y'all didn't participate? No. We have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> that was my weekend. Just totally like, what? I what is happening? And then you come home and climb into bed, and I'm like, babe, wake up. It's time to take me to the poop doctor. Yeah, yeah. About four <laughs> hours later, I got Kelly Raspberry Evans pulling on my shirt. Wake babe, up, honey. Babe, babe, I need a lift over to the butt hut. <laughs> God almighty. Wow, what a weekend. And then I get to do this. What a weekend. <laughs> hey. 
You do it all for the podcast. Gosh, unbelievable. Well, that was all. This podcast was all over the place because our weekend was all over the place. But thank you for being here with us, being along for the ride. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Oh, like our server told us at Sushi Marquee, and Kelly has a hot sports opinion on this. I got you. Oh, no, no, no. I told Kelly before the podcast, I got you. No. Anytime anybody ever says, I got you. They don't got you. They don't got you. They don't got you. That's been our experience, and it's yeah. been proven to be the correct uh, experience. Uh, we're, we're correct. that They don't got you. That's right. what it, that proves. And, of course, my dad was defeated because something he wanted, they were out of. Didn't got you. No. We don't got you. And that, so that totally shot his wheels off, you know. And because we couldn't hear each other, like, I thought we were just ordering appetizers. Then my mom just ordered... <laughs> And then, so I'm like, oh, crap, I got to figure out what I'm going to eat. And I think my dad was the same way. And yeah. he's, he's like, oh, crap, I got to figure out what I'm going to eat. And then he, what he wanted, they didn't have. It was just like that. Yeah. It was a Charlie Foxtrot type of weekend. Yeah. Yeah. All right, babe. You got anything else? No, no, I'm good. I just want to go to bed. I want to just put this weekend behind us, this extended weekend. At least it was a long one, right? A, a nice holiday weekend. Yep. Not everybody had President's Day off, but if you did, congratulations. And uh, back to work tomorrow. But if you've ever had a weekend like ours where Kelly got her rear end rotor rooted, I saw almost saw a mob fight at a, at a, at a third grade basketball game. Uh, my Splenda was stuck in my chips. And somebody hopped on a bar with my nine-year-old sitting there yelling, sucky, sucky, sucky. <laughs> if you've ever had a weekend like that, email us at Top po- that. podcast at kellyandallen.com. Uh, you can find us on the social medias at, at the Alonzo 1971. And we know some of you are very creative writers. Yeah. Y'all could spin a good tale. Tale? Spin a tale. Spin a tale? Oh, like spin a yarn. Yeah, Alan. I think most people understood what I said. Okay. Hey, you just settled down over there. You've been cussing. Uh, you've been cussing. I did cuss on this podcast. I did. I did. I'm and sorry. You've been what are you lecherous about Dr. Masson being real lecherous. Y'all look him up. Oh my god. He's gosh. even better in person. His picture doesn't do him justice. Unbelievable. All right, babe. Well, I love you desperately. I love you. I love Dr. Masson desperately Me too. for taking such good care of you. <laughs> You know what? I still love Chili's desperately. They have we good do. they have good food. We just can't go back to that one. I love my family. We're in trouble. We really can't. I'm really nervous <laughs> about going back now. Cause if we got somebody in trouble, that's bad. Cause it it's not good. Wait when you listen, always be nice to your weights wait staff. I've never not been nice. I'm telling you, because they will do I have worked in the service industry and I have witnessed things and it was not good. It was not good. I've never I've never been ugly. The only thing I've ever been is like questioning things. Like, why are there Splendas in my chips? I understand. Why did he... I don't say... I'm not saying you're wrong. Why did he roll 7-Eleven with my Splenda? I I just got broccoli last... Double broccoli last week. Why can't I have it this week? I I understand what you're saying. I completely am on your side. Why are you telling me this is coffee? I just drank it and it's tea. I I agree. You're right. I agree, too, and I'm sure we'll podcast again real soon. And then in the immortal words of the great Keanu Reeves, life is good. Have a good sandwich. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.